This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, welcome back for another episode of PSG Talking. As always, I'm your host, Ed, and we're recording this right after PSG's convincing 6-1 win over Dijon in the Coupe de France. We have a packed show. We have a lot to talk about, and I'm joined by three PSG Talk contributors, and I want to go around and have you all introduce yourselves before we jump into the topics. We'll start with Mel. Um, I'm good. I'm calling from uh, Metro Baltimore. You know, we survived a tornado here, so it's been exciting. Very good. Um, but I got my PSG Talk shirt on. I got Parc de France behind me. I'm, I'm ready to go. We're ready, ready to go. And, and not to be outdone, we have Guillaume down there with his PSG Talk microphone and hat. You guys are way more well-branded than I am, and I'm the founder of the damn site. So, Guillaume, how's it going? I I, I beg to differ. You have the black shirt with yeah. the logo. Yeah. Uh, you the black, black and white background. That's, that's, the, that's the brand right there. That is yeah. the brand. Branded. Just have this. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm I'm well branded too. Yeah. Everything's great uh, in Northern California, where it's 65 degrees. The sky is blue, and the birds are chirping in the heart of winter. Rub it in. And James, you're calling in from California as well, right? Yes, I am, and I'm happy to be here. And the birds and <laughs> are doing pretty much the same thing here, chirping in the middle of winter. It's crazy. Absolutely. Well, the birds probably Thank weren't you. chirping in Dijon tonight. It was six one. A couple of own goals. Mbappe got on the score sheet. Thiago Silva. Sarabia was on the score sheet. want to open it up to you guys. We'll start with you, James. Uh, overall thoughts on maybe the lineup choices. I thought Mitchell Bakker, he doesn't play often, but I thought he was really good tonight. Um, what did you see? Big picture. Do you see anything tonight that may have an impact against Dortmund next Tuesday? Um, I think, you know, overall, it was it was a good performance. Um, and you mentioned, mentioned Mitchell Bakker. Um, he did pretty well tonight. You know, you can't teach 6-1. He's a big guy. Um, uh, Dijon tried to lob a few balls over the middle of the pitch, and he's right there to stop it. And, you know, that's a really good thing. I think his pass percentage is pretty questionable. <laughs> can't really make a pass that well but he can certainly defend and i think that's something that we definitely need um you know again another clinical performance by psg i think it's really interesting this season that we're seeing uh these spurts where psg sort of get punched in the mouth or the other team scores a goal and it's like you know in past seasons that might have been a frantic time where you know, we might have just started bleeding goals, but they seem to have this resilience about them this season where they can rally, weather that storm, and then, you know, go right back at the other team. So that's a really good, um, you know, showing for PSG. You know, very interesting to see Cavani in, in uh, starting ranks. Uh, that felt good. Um, he certainly looked like himself. He looked a lot more energetic than I've seen him in past matches. And he was defending a lot. Which was great to see. He um, always does. And that's kind of, yes, he does. Yeah, and and that's you know what we want to see from him. And you know, it just speaks to his level of uh, preparation when going into matches such as this. So, overall, really good match. Uh, Dijon, sorry, 
It just is what it is. It is you know, what it is. And lead to. <laughs> and you, you mentioned Bockard and how he doesn't really pass and doesn't really go forward. We have enough attacking fullbacks. It's kind of nice to have for sure a left back that'll sit back and actually defend and not worry about scoring goals. Uh, Guillaume, do you have any overall thoughts on the on the match tonight? Yeah, um, I think we can we can say there's a system now, mm-hmm. and whatever the players are used, there's nuances. The double. P- pivot was um, Herrera and Kwesi mm-hmm. and we've never seen that before and it functioned Kwesi wow mm-hmm. I mean it's it's not a, a, a role that extremely spectacular even if he, you know he can he can show his physical qualities he's passing he's vertical and and successful he's impactful he's smart he's learning so much right now and it's a blessing to have him in the rotation. He also hasn't because, signed I mean, a professional contract. We definitely need to get that done. He has not, but I mean, you can you can bet all the players are like mm-hmm. yeah. But he's a hot prospect, so mm-hmm. he has an agent and family and you know, big money. But um, yeah, he could go. We still go to uh, uh, Red uh, Leipzig. Bull. I think was Leipzig. Yeah. 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 But um, so whatever, whoever's playing. They, they they come into a system and uh, like that, I don't know if you watched the, the post-PSGOL uh, interviews that we just published, but mm-hmm. there's an old-timer Paris Saint-Germain fan who says the philosophy is different this year. Mm-hmm. They play as a team and w- saying the same thing I'm saying. Whoever's playing will fit in and you don't see... You see differences, of course, because you know there's individual differences. Each player is a bit different. But in the game philosophy, you don't see a difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen the forwards defend more, track back, even Mbappe now. Yeah. Um, Kevin is back, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody says, oh, you know, he's done when he was injured. Why would he be done? Yeah, it was a big, uh, a big injury, mm-hmm. but players come back from injury. And you know how competitive he is. And he, he, if he's got six months more to go, Maybe maybe more. Who knows? Um, he's not going to let Icardi walk over him. No freaking way. No freaking way. So, you know, Edison is, is you know, going to be back and maybe, and look at him. He's like a Spartan. This guy is physically strange, if I, if I may say so. So he's, he's going to get back mentally, physically, and maybe, maybe very, very soon. And now we have Icardi and Cavani. Ooh. Uh, you said uh, Baker doesn't play much. I think it was his first um, his first, first start. Camp. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't catastrophic. So it was it was decent. Yeah, he's big guy. Interesting. Um, defensively, we've seen some you know issues in the past few games. Well, Thiago Silva was not around. Marquinhos has been injured, and we had. Different um, central defenses, pretty much every game. And when you have Kimpembe and Kerr playing together, as they're pretty similar in the type. They defend, they defend in advancing. They're very impactful. They charge a player, which can be a problem when they mess it up because they can get counter. And then you know, right. um, so we get some goals scored on. We're not as waterproof as we we had been in the past, but that's that's a normal thing. Yeah. But again. Amazing rotation of players, which <laughs> we have no 
major injury. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get yeah. to injuries a little bit later. We don't know about Neymar so and Marquinhos. Working. The whole thing is working. We we have a team. We have a, a mentality. We have a system. We have rotation of players. The team is getting things done. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's some brilliant, we cannot maintain a whole game at that level, but there's in, in, in our strong phases, we're brilliant and we score, we deliver. Things are, Looking we, we, we can allow ourselves to be slightly optimistic. Yeah. Just, just, just a little bit. We need a little bit of luck. <laughs> uh, Mel, I'm going to open up to you. What did you see in the game against Dijon? It's, it's hard to get too excited. Dijon are bottom of the league. Uh, but they did beat PSG at home uh, last November. Right. So kind of take it take the result with a grain of salt. But what did you see? Any big picture things out of the game tonight? I mean, I, I, I agree with everything that's been said. I really, um, you know, thought that, you know, you, you opened with, you know, some own goals. But there are own goals and then there are own goals. And, and this was a game where, we made them for we forced own goals. The own goals didn't come from straight up incompetence. They came from what we did and how they had to react to what we did. Um, and so that's a type of that's like a different own goal um, scenario. Um, it's the kind that we like. It's not unlike uh, the everybody. own goal against Leon, where the guy just kicked it right into his own goal. You right. Know, it was, we, I think it was Draxler set that up. Right. What a strange game that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. But, you know, backer, um, you know, I, I, I agree with what's been said here. Tall like Mounier, thicker than Mounier, um, has that physicality. You saw, though, that he's not match fit. Yep. You saw, though, that he doesn't necessarily have the speed uh, at the top end that Mounier has, which caused him to have that foul mm -hmm. about th two-thirds of the way through the game, um, trying to get back and prevent that turn uh, around him. Um, so... Like to see him on the pitch. Wanted to see what he brought to the table, and we're seeing it. Kwasi is, as Guillaume said, um, just uh, I love his movement off the ball. Yeah, I love his positioning off the ball. Um, that tells me that he's a little bit wiser than his years, and and we do need to lock him down, even if it's to lose him. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, I I you know you come into this game as a fan, you know we do, and we have a certain expectation of what we want to see. Uh, and when we don't see it or when we see, you know, 70 percent of it, you know, we have big questions. What's great about this game is I don't have a lot of questions. You know, um, yeah. the, the lineup that we saw made sense, the way that we executed made sense. Even the shift to three at the back um, for me tactically made a lot of sense in terms of, you know, you're up for one. This is now the time yep. to try different things. Um, see different formations uh, in real time. And so I thought it was just a great opportunity that we took full advantage of, like I expect us to yeah. you know, at this level. Uh, does anyone have any thoughts on that miss from Kylian Mbappe from two yards out? You know, I remember in 2002, <laughs> I think it was 2002, it was Italy, South Korea, mm -hmm. and, and um, v, uh, Christian Vieri mm -hmm. for Italy missed a goal that was like that close and it was like to win against South Korea. And it went over the top. And you went, how did you kick it from there? Over he knew the he was offside. He knew he was offside. <laughs> he must have because it was either the pitch. He looked at the ground. He looked back. You know, he tried to look at the ground a little bit, you know. But I hadn't seen something like that since then. It was like, what? <laughs> but then he scored. Yeah. yeah. It would be funny if Tuchel took him off right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's looking uh, at... 
he's, he's, he has been in a mediocre form. I mean, for Mbappe standards. Yeah. Uh, these past three, four weeks. Yeah. Um, Same as Icardi. Icardi's uh, been... Oh, Icardi has been in a ditch. I mean, every pure core is going to go through those phases. Yeah. That's right. Um, you know, but um, it, it's not completely critical. It's nice when Icardi scores, of course, and he can score very important goals, for sure. And he was dangerous against Leon. A couple of his He was dangerous. He did, uh, and... Um, if Cavani steps up, we know he will. And, and his defensive work in the Champions League is freaking critical. And he can score again. Uh, and there's, there's no reason. Um, Sarabia was amazing. Yes. Yeah. 11 goals, God, I think. Guys, what a player. What a player he is. He, he, he's he just us so much in the preseason. And now, yeah. now he's, he's definitely coming right. around. You know, he's we coming did, around. We did our disappointments of the first half of the year, and he was top for me. Yeah, yeah. And and now, you know, you see how comfortable he's become. Yeah, confidence. Um, he slots in. He he knows where the players are going to be, and then wow. the skill set that he brings to the table. Very impressive pickup, mm-hmm. you know. And everybody thought so. You know, he can, he can really step up it. for uh, for Di Maria. He can step up for Neymar on the left. He can be a fake nine. Uh, Mike. God, this guy is amazing and and amazing uh, passer, amazing finisher, great vision, amazing mentality. Twenty five million euros, and he's extremely media savvy. He was uh, at a press conference, and Mm. you could tell the media was trying to get him. Like, what are your thoughts on Tuchel? They were trying to get him to give them a little something to go with some controversy, and he was having none of it. He knew what they were trying to do, and I just I thought that was really good from him. So he's the total package. Yeah, even the. The oh, shot over the uh, or the shot off target. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the announcers had to say like, "Oh, it's all good. Just go ahead, shoot it again." <laughs> because they even saw like how clinical he could potentially be in front of goal. But again, twenty five million, another steal for PSG. You got one for not, <laughs> which is a steal. And Herrera got, for free, basically. Uh, yeah, Herrera yeah. hasn't been. He no, made that mistake that, for the first goal, yeah, for Dijon. Yeah. No, but overall, overall, since he joined, he's been injured. Well, and he's also come in and out of injury. You know, well, yeah. yeah. These are the types of guys who they've got to get time, they've got to get reps, they've got to get that, you know, that field physicality and that field fitness. You know, well, you got you guys are pros because that's my next topic I want to talk about is injuries and specifically about Neymar. Um, I'm pulling up. Someone sent me this quote. So after the game, Tuchel tonight, Tuchel said that he cannot guarantee 100% that Neymar will be available for the match against Dortmund. Um, what's going on? I mean, when that news first broke, some kind of rib cartilage injury, you wouldn't think that would keep him out, but he's now missed three games, and now he's a question mark for Dortmund. So, James, what do you think? Is this PSG's way of just kind of covering up and they're trying to keep him in bubble wrap until Dortmund? Or do you think that he's potentially is really injured and could miss that game. So, I mean, the the pessimist in me says, hey, maybe there is something there. Uh, but realistically speaking, <laughs> Neymar is not missing that match. Mm-hmm. Um, now, whether he starts in the second half and they do something interesting with the starting lineup, you know, that remains to be seen. But Neymar's presence will be in that match in some capacity. Um you know, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know the extent to his injury, but I certainly believe that there was no emphasis placed on this Dijon match to start Neymar. Um, even with, you know, Acardi on the bench, Ferrari, like all of the core uh, 
team of PSG being on the bench outside of like Mbappe. That's a whole nother story. Um, you know, I don't think that there was a real need or an emphasis to have Neymar present today. Um, there is a match coming up um, on Saturday. Yeah. And so um, we'll yeah. see if, yeah, so we'll see if, you know, uh, Tuchel decides to, to, you know, give him a few reps uh, for that match, you know, in lieu of next week's uh, big big tie. Uh, but I don't think that this injury is that extensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even when they first announced it, it didn't seem as though this would be something that would, uh, you know, hinder uh, him. Kind of like with Marquinhos, where we're kind of still, you know, on the fence on whether or not where his fitness is and if he's going to have enough time to get healthy before Dortmund. But uh, this Neymar injury, this seemed kind of like a ticky-tack thing where he'd be okay in a few days. And so I do think it, that he is all right. Um, but it's just a matter of, you know, playing to the, to the media like, oh, well, we don't know what our lineup is going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, we'll have to see. Um, you know, just a few mind games. And, I mean, I can respect that from Tuchel's perspective. This this is a big match. This is his match to lose, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon yeah. as well. We know that the injury didn't keep him from partying the day after he suffered the injury. And then we know that he's back in training. So clearly it doesn't bother him enough to train. Um, I think you're you're onto something. It could be a little bit of mind games. If you, I think it was Julian Brandt went down for Dortmund, and they were like, he'll miss the next game, but that's as far as they went. They didn't say that he would be out for the PSG game. So I think this could right. be a little bit of gamesmanship. I think it's been, it's been announced. That Has it been out. announced officially yeah, from the out. club? He's okay. out till March. He's out. Okay. He's out so they, they uh, Reus and Brandt. Yeah. Yeah, they have another. Forward. They have another central defender who's out. Who went out in January. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, that's why got, they got uh, Emery Chan. Yeah, they yes. got three players out. Um, that's we'll a come, we can come back to why that. I think that's going to be a little deceptive. But yeah, um, we're going to going to touch on that. But Mel, if you want to jump in here and just talk yeah, about I mean, what you Neymar, think about Neymar. Uh, you know, I think James is. I. I, I here, here's what I'll say. It is a 100% ironclad guarantee. <laughs> That Neymar will play in the <laughs> Dortmund tie. Can you, if you can bet on this, take it to the bank. Mel says he's playing. I put my house he, on that he'd be in the tie. He's going to play one or both games. Okay, there you go. Right. And yeah. the reason I say that is when you think about Neymar, you think about the PSG organization top to bottom. The whole narrative behind closed doors right now is how do we make sure that this player plays as much as he can play in the matches that count? For PSG and right. stays and stays and stays at, P- at PSG. Right, I, I agree with that. But certainly, yeah. you know, this year is is now. This would be three years in a row that Neymar and injuries, yeah, you know, might keep yeah. them out of something important, and they're not going to allow that to happen. You know, I have a lot of criticism. There's a French uh, saying saying uh, never two without without three. <laughs> yeah. So well, and. And we say it comes in threes too in America. It comes, here we go. It comes in threes. Yes. Yeah. So for me, I have a lot of criticism for this medical team. Uh, you know, we've I've written we've written about it. We've talked about it. Um, but I think if they have to err on the side of anything, knowing what's going on the last couple of years, they're going to err on the side of, well, you know, at a minimum, make sure he's back for the second leg in Dortmund and going forward. They do not yeah. want him to get hurt in a meaningless game in Dijon. I don't believe he's going to play this coming weekend. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen at all. I think they're going to save him for the Champions League. 
so that they can at minimum say we played him in the Champions League. But do you right. think, and and Guillaume, we can open up to you. Do you think that Neymar has to play in that game against Amiens for to to get some kind of rhythm back? I mean, he would be out at that point for a little over two weeks. If he plays against no, Dortmund, he would have been out for over two uh, weeks. Maybe a few minutes. Yeah. He'll be on the bench. Okay. That's probably, you know, now, now Tuchel is covered. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know if Neymar is going to play in Dortmund. So he's going to be on the bench against Amiens and come in for 20 minutes. Um, he's, he's already doing it. Um, Bernat came back and played a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, even, I, don't think, I don't think he'll play 20 the, minutes. The, the real worry is not, is not Neymar. <laughs> The real worry is, is Marquinhos because yeah, I agree. Who's going to play? What what's going to be our central defense? Kimpembe might be out. And yeah, not, he not needs back. eight days Mar- rest. It would be Gia- close. Diallo's out. Diallo's out. Mm-hmm. Kimpembe's out. Yep. So, Kerr, and um, Silva. Well, care. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's not ideal. He's, he's our number three choice. And it's good. And it's good that Kerr is getting the minutes that he's getting. He is, and he hasn't. You know, he's. Yeah, it takes he's, time to come back to a good level. He's, yeah, he hasn't been. He hasn't been. He's interesting. People don't like him. They're like, wow. He's very interesting. He's, I mean, my my God, this guy in duels. Yeah. He shreds. He shreds players. Bling, bling. We don't have. We have Kimpembe, Kwasi, to a less you know, degree. That's a degree, but Kara on in, in is such an impactful player. And if you think it's not a, a big deal in, in the Champions League, I come at you once, I come at you twice, I come at you three times. The fourth time, you're like, all right, I'm gonna stay back a bit because this guy's mean. But I think in a perfect um, world, Tuchel would probably like to move Kara to the right back position and maybe have Marquinhos and Silva as uh, a center back. You don't think so? Not for the not for the Champions, not the Champions League. League. No. no. Okay. And um, you were you were saying. Um, uh, backer stayed back. Mm-hmm. Well, all the left backs now, for the past couple of months, uh, they stay back. Mm-hmm. Where well, you know, Kurzawa stays back. Meunier is still allowed because that's Meunier, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, he's got that volume de jeu. There's no word in English. I mean, like game activity that allows him to be. You know, he can fuck up in defense and mess up in attack, but he's in defense and in the attack a lot, and and. It helps the team because tactic technically is okay um, in in the in the buildup, but our left backs stay back, and they will. Another worry is who's going to be our left back against Dortmund mm-hmm. because if Kurzawa, who has been very decent, he's been okay. Yeah, he's been more than okay. The the, the game against Lyon, uh, he was probably the best player on the pitch, um, but. Um, He's terrifying in the box. Remember Kurzawa in the box? In Barcelona, whoops. Goal, oops. He's uh, terrifying in the box. And, and Dortmund's so not really a back. team that you want to have weak spots in your defense, just looking at their attacking options. Well, we do have weak, weak spots. Well, you know, you, you, play, you play above or, or fullbacks in, in, the, in the space behind them. These are all weak spots. But you don't want Kurzawa in the box. No. So anyway, I don't want I don't want Kurzawa on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you almost got your wish. You almost left in January to uh, Juventus before uh, they looked at his YouTube video highlights. Right uh, OL was it was such a strange game against OL, but yeah. um, in their strong phases, I mean the the goal they scored 
the first goal they scored, <laughs> goal. Very few teams can do this. Yeah. And Kurzawa was very interesting defensively in duels, in interceptions. He had the most tackles, the most interceptions, um, uh, extremely high successful uh, percentage of passes. He was really good. Listen, Guillaume, if, is, if, if your argument is Kurzawa is full of spikes and silences in his career, I absolutely agree with you. The spikes are the reason we bought him. When we saw him in Monaco, he was outstanding. But those silences are long. But and spiking, are now. spiking now. So, listen, I mean, uh, we agree. I don't want Kurzawa on the pitch against Dortmund. Yeah. But he may, he, he may be. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Dortmund... What is your confidence level heading in? We've already talked about for Dortmund, they're going to be without Royce. They're going to be without Brandt. We may not have Neymar. We may not have Marquinhos. We may not have Kempembe. James, if you had to put a percentage on how confident you are that we're going to advance past Dortmund right now, what would you put it at? Um, it's, it's funny because while you guys were talking, I was like doing the math and like looking at the lineup just to figure out who we can actually start. There's no oh, math man. allowed on this podcast. No math. There's no uh, math allowed at Paris Saint-Germain. No. I'd say out of, out of a f- five, my confidence, um, I'll say for the first leg, mm-hmm. is like three and a half out of five. Um, I think it's it's far too early for me to judge uh, the second leg of this uh, Champions League tie. Uh, anything can happen between then and now. Um, but I will say for the first leg, um, Neymar is going to start definitively. I have no idea who that other center back is going to be. Um, you know, like we've already said, Dortmund also has some deficiencies in their lineup. Um, but from what I read today, it seems like Dortmund is going to sell uh, Sancho to United, perhaps, mm-hmm. depending on how he performs in the Champions League. So there's even a center back. Yeah. Really, really, really hard. He's yeah. a dangerous player. Very dangerous. Yeah. They have a lot of dangerous options. Um, Guillaume, what is yeah. your confidence level? Halan's a, a hell of a striker. I mean, I, I'm I nervous. No <laughs> I mean, it, it, you, you, we've seen in Champions League like the last season and, and, and the first half of these Champions League games are unpredictable. Bouts mm-hmm. are unpredictable. Mm-hmm. First, you know, f- first leg, 3 0 or 4 0, and they lose 5 0 or 6 0 the second leg. And you should be only Paris, and now you can add a lot of teams to that list. So, if we are reasonable, but that we can't be reasonable, and Dortmund is like a Gatling gun and we're a mashing gun, so it's, it's a machine gun, it's very hard. But if we try to, to be reasonable, they have serious problems controlling the depth of the opposition. So, we, you know, our forwards and their, their, their defense are playing, are playing on the line. And we have our passers in the back. And then Neymar calls the ball. Mbappe calls the ball and goes straight up. Mm-hmm. Dortmund struggles with that, with that type of actions. Too bad. Too bad Dortmund because we have Mbappe and Neymar and that's what they do and they do it better than no other players. Yeah. So that's confidence. But then, then the Dortmund can say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or who who do you have against uh, Sancho and uh, or unbelievable forwards? 
Kurzawa, um, Care, maybe yeah, uh, maybe Backer if one of them gets injured. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They'll like All their right. chances. I saw someone oh, on Marquinhos uh, may not play. The, oh, that's the big okay. one. It's gonna yeah. carve them up. <laughs> someone on uh, Twitter described watching Dortmund like watching someone juggle like chainsaws. And I thought that was a good description of, of how they played. I mean, they, they can just go full throttle and score goals, but they can also leap six at the back if, if they're not careful. Mel, what is your confidence level right now? I think I'm right where James is. I think okay. 7 out of 10, 3.5 out of 5. And the, and the reason is because I think the whole game hinges upon tactics and Tuchel. Um, you know, it's interesting. He's going back, to, he's going back home <laughs> and playing this club. They don't and, play him. Yeah, and, they don't. They want to win bad. And for, and for me, yeah, they do. And for me, it's about not only tactics generally, but specifically how we're set up during transition when we lose the ball to them, how we're set up to get the ball back and how we're set up to prevent the break. If we're set up correctly, then, you know, yes, Dortmund is dangerous, but we are fearful. We are scintillating. We are world-class. There's nobody better. And they fear us. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. Trust, mm-hmm. trust, trust and believe. So, you know, if we are set up properly so that we are taking advantage of getting the ball uh, on the break in those little triangles that free up Mbappe, um, that free up that other player, that Sarabia, that Di Maria, if we are set up to do that, but also paying attention to, all right, well, what if those passes don't work out? Can they break on you? Um, are you set up to get the ball back after loss of possession? How are you set up to do that? That, for me, will be the difference, right? Because I think we'll have 65, 60% possession. Um, But Dortmund will be thinking, with our 35 to 40% possession, we've got to break on them, we've got to take advantage of every possible opportunity, and we've got to manage that. If we manage that, we'll win this game well. 2-0, If they score early... Yeah, if it's open to score it, early, right. and in front of that crowd, I mean, if they do go up a goal, maybe two with that crowd, we know how PSG can fold. I mean, we saw that against Nantes, and so if they can do it at that stadium, at this stadium, it'll be rocking. I don't know if we can get off the mat, you know, if we go down a couple goals early. The wall, the wall at, at Dortmund is real. The yellow <laughs> wall is real, and we have to silence that group. And I've seen it, you know, you know, you get a lot of Bundesliga coverage in the United States. And I've seen them, um, seen that group be silenced. And then, you know, and that can be a detriment to the team if we do well. So 3.5 out of 5 sounds right to me, particularly with all the unknowns going into this match. But the biggest unknown, whether we were fully stocked or not, is the tactics. Mm-hmm. And, and we need Tuchel and his team to be superstars alongside the superstars we have on the pitch tactically for us while we're taking a quick water break we wanted to share a great podcast with you from the big heads media podcast network hey this is will and dave from the read option podcast your go-to source for pac-12 football no matter your team in the conference we're going to cover them find us and other great podcasts on bigheadsmedia.com or anywhere you can find great podcasts it's not PSG unless there's a couple of surprises in the knockout phase of the Champions League. And I mean, in terms of the lineup, I mean, we had Thiago Silva that one season was left out of the starting lineup. 
Um, I had Jonathan Johnson. Good on, evening. Yeah, <laughs> I had Jonathan Johnson on ESPN writer, and uh, he thought that maybe. Icardi could be the one left on the bench and maybe even Sarabia given a surprise start. Um, James, do you see potentially a surprise in the lineup, in the starting lineup for the first match against Dortmund? Maybe they, you know, maybe Tuchel rolls the dice uh, with Krizawa just mm. because he's been playing such, you know, in form. Um, you know, I'm still, I have a question mark around that, um, that other center back that Silva will be paired with uh, because I, I don't know. Like I, I'm looking at this sheet right now. I have could it no be Kowasi? I know he's 17, but every, no one has said a bad word about him and he hasn't it done anything. It could be Diallo. It could be. I don't think he'll be back Maybe. in time. Jello won't be back. Uh, he might, he's, might I mean, still be out. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I think yeah, he's, are, he's out. Are, ouch. Yeah, so him and that's, that's an interesting point. And, um, then, I think the, and then if, if, if Mark, oh, I'm sorry, Jen. Oh, I was going to say uh, the, the other thing, and you know, you guys were mentioning tactics. Um, I want Ferrati and Gay in that in that uh, midfield. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that I've noticed this watching some Bundesliga games with Dortmund um, is that uh, Julian Brandt is like a linchpin um, when they're going on a counterattack. Everything sort of runs through him, and then he's able to make the outlet pass in order to facilitate the offense. Um, but if we can win that midfield, that's going to put a stop to a lot of that counterattacking power that Dortmund have. And so Gay looks like the Gay that we... Yeah, 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 he's looking like it. If he yeah, can give us back. two games, yeah. two matches of that level, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. But again, for me... Might be. Yeah, Brent is yeah, out, exactly. and I, and I know make a difference for sure. Yeah, oh. and that's where I don't want us to be overconfident because oh. what happens is the mm-hmm. subs that come in for Dortmund feel like they got something to prove, mm-hmm. and then we underestimate them because they're subs, and then all of a sudden we're down one nothing, right? So, okay. yeah, they've got players out. So what? We've got to set up the way we need to set up. And you're right, James. We've got to dominate midfield mm-hmm. in order for this to be right, both on offense and on transition defense. So. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, and they're going to definitely miss Brandt, but uh, I think Gay has been given a rest because he's played the most games for PSG in 2020 so far. I think he's played like 10 matches. And then Verratti did pick up a little bit of a knock against Leon, and so he was rested. I don't think it's expected to be long-term or anything, but he, he may mm. make an appearance against Ami on this Saturday. Um, Guillaume, do you have any thoughts on maybe a, a potential surprise in the lineup? Tuchel is uh, 18. There's no... You know, there wouldn't be a, and, and if Cavani starts instead of Icardi, would it be really a surprise? I think it would be, just considering the transfer saga and how good Icardi's been. Yeah, well, until he stopped being good. <laughs> yeah, um, and apparently gained so, weight. We, we've got a question about him gaining weight. I didn't know that, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, there won't be any surprise. Um the real deal is who's going to be fit mm-hmm. in defense. Offensively, I don't think we have any issues. I mean, wow. Very few teams have that. I mean, we are, we are loaded. Midfield is, it's been okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's a novelty. We, I'm still not used to it. We have a functioning midfield and, um, it was functioning in a 4-3-3. Now it's functioning in 4-4-2. Check out the blog. 
um, there's a superb article by Ali from Culture PSG, mm -hmm. which I translated, translated and it explains yeah. it's 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 the pictures and all showing how it works and if, it works. If you like tactics, yeah. definitely give that a, a read. Um, it's huge news because hmm, I'm sorry, you have to take that off. Um, it allows to play with all Fantastic Four. So uh, we still we, we think he's going to go for four two against Dortmund. It'd be a surprise. So there's a real surprise. It's going to be the the the, the formation if he's starting for four three three, which would be a, you know whoa. But we should start in four four two or midfield's functioning or attack is functioning. The mentality is great. The system is fantastic. Or defense, is, I, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, so my surprise, I don't think it's going to happen, but we saw a little bit of it tonight against Dijon. Would it, with the lack of defenders, what if he goes three at the back, mm -hmm. then maybe four midfielders, maybe get Paredes in there, maybe Draxler in there, mm -hmm. you know, overload still, the midfield and go with three at the back. my surprise thunder. Okay, sorry, go, Mel, yeah, take it from here, go for it. No, I was just going to say, that's why I think we tested out three at the back. Yeah. Is because of all the things we've just talked about in terms of it the could, fact that yeah. we don't have enough people at the back. It could mm -hmm. be an option. You're right. So I think we're going to go three five two, mm. and I think you're going to the surprise is going to be a Paredes or incredibly a Julian Draxler, right? Um, would which would be shocking to me. But you know, this is a guy who in Draxler who also is out to show Germany and German fans. Oh, yeah. Why, who he is, who he was, and why he made the move. So, yeah. you know, there's a psychology there, too. I would not be surprised to do that. The most important thing is that whoever is fit, to the extent that Tuchel can dance with who brung him, mm -hmm. and that will make me happy. You know, I, I want to see, if Icardi is fit, holiday snacking aside, if, he, if, if Icardi is fit, Icardi needs to start. Yeah. Right? Um, we're not just going to go with, uh, I mean, Cavani, I love him. Um but you know, you don't have to be too fit who, to be a goal poacher. <laughs> yeah, just get your big butt I mean, in front of goal. Guy who got us here, right? Yeah. You know, he played a significant role in the Champions League in getting us here, and and his movement, mm -hmm. yeah, his movement with uh, Mbappe and Neymar is outstanding. There have been stutter steps, even tonight with mm -hmm. Dijon. You saw the commentators in English challenging whether Mbappe could have gotten a pass to Cavani or not, and. And and I have never felt that they were as on the page as quickly as the Icardi, Neymar, Mbappe trio. For sure. So, so yeah, I, I, I think that three at the back is the surprise. And he, he, he thinks, I think Tuchel thinks that he might have to use it depending on fitness. And that's why we saw it tonight. Very interesting. And this is going to be the Paredes appreciation part part of the uh, yes. podcast. I mean, that guy has been playing great. But not only that, I, I mean. Gave up on him. If I he gave sees up it. on him. I have no idea he wouldn't make it. He made it. I just love how he gets in the players' faces. Like, if someone tackles Neymar, he gets right up in their face. He's, He's ready to throw down at any time. I love it. And you He's know like, you know, we've been calling for that for ever yeah. since yeah, the looking for left it. the pitch. Yes. Yeah. Right. If somebody like, to say, no, you're not going to do that to our player. And, you saw Verratti Paredes yeah. doing the remind you of something? Yeah. Come get the ball. You can get the ball. Here it is. Yeah. And then he's the bully. Like, in your face. And boom. 
Boom. He talks bad. a lot of junk. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Andy yeah. Lord was like, you know, he talks a lot and he's not Neymar. So I just, I think he's great. So yeah. if if you need an extra midfielder, Paredes could be the man. Um, listen, all the great team, teams need an enforcer. That's right. Yeah. Somebody we may lose. We may lose, that, that, we may lose against our winners. Yeah. We may lose. We may not go through. Um, football is unpredictable, and we have two unpredictable teams. If we lose and don't qualify, maybe it will be digestible because we give it all. And, you know, this happened and that happened, and it happens. In football, it happens. But maybe then we can remember that right now the team, the club, everybody get the job done. Mm-hmm. We had a few injuries, but remember past seasons. The last, what, six seasons. Variety was always out. Neymar out. Uh, or, or Thiago Silva out for the big games. They improved that. They improved the quality and quantity of players. The mentality is right. They get the job done. We like, we like to hell. Most fans do. Mm-hmm. Some New Yorker fans don't like him, but whatever. <laughs> um, Leonardo had a phenomenal. Grab the mic mm-hmm. after the game uh, uh, against Lyon on Canal Plus, and he was like, "I'm sick and tired of your negativity." That's right. It's everybody, including yeah. you. Uh, we have uh, look. Look where we are now. Mm-hmm. It's very positive. There's a lot of good things. We're not used to it. Still, we may not go through against Dortmund. So, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. But well, that, that's what I want. There's wanted. not much, much more that we, the club and the players and the staff can do at this point. They're really doing their best. We have a very interesting team. Like you said, that a little bit of luck. Yeah. Or maybe a correct VAR decision. Mm? And, and put yourself in a position to make luck. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. most important. Put yourself in a position to to get the maximum luck you can. I need Tuchel up. I need Tuchel up and on his feet working the fourth official. <laughs> I need everybody working every angle they can. Oh yeah, make yeah. The, possible. The, the ball sure. boys at the park got to be like on point. That's, get you know, fast <laughs> yeah. to us, slow to them. That's how you do it. Exactly. And I believe that they will. Yeah. You know, I think the thing that we've seen that is different this season from others is the ability to get punched in the mouth. And absorb the pressure and go on the attack. Yeah. And I think seeing that gives me hope. Like yeah, even the se- that, that second leg of the Real Madrid match, mm. you know, we could have just rolled over and, and died. And I'd have been like, all right, that's just yeah. that's just that's how just it goes. Us. Yeah. But that game didn't mean anything, fight, right? It meant nothing. Yeah. But it meant everything. Mm-hmm. And if right? you have course of this season, but the last season then. Last season, we had that unbeaten record for so long. Mm. You know, you could tell that the psychology of the club was we don't have much to work on. But we lost three games in the league early on this season. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this season, the, the, the mentality of the club seemed to be, oh, no, we got to go to work. There's something to actually build here. Yeah. Right. Um, and the depth that, that we acquired allowed us to sustain ourselves. I think, yeah, I think you're right, James. I think this year is, is a year of resilience and knock on wood 
touch metal, whatever your anti-jinx methodology is, um, I think this is the year that we get to show that that we are one of those clubs that can, you know, win when everything isn't working out. You know, those are the clubs that end up having longer term success. Can we win when everything isn't perfect, when everybody isn't um, absolutely operating at their peak? Can we forge that victory? I want to see that. And this is the round to see it in. People on social media who are usually detractors of PSG and don't really like them are quietly saying, like, I don't like them, but I think they, they have a chance this year. Even people who don't like PSG are realizing this team is the best that they've ever been. And if they're performing up to their level, they can actually win this thing. And so they're already starting to, to get that conversation going. So when it does happen, hopefully they'll say, oh, I predicted it. The soccer subreddit. It'd be surprising. The subreddit if we loves Di Maria. Yeah. And, and, and then they're sort of like scared of PSG. That's yeah. true. And that's <laughs> the kind of mentality PSG needs to have the players. Like, don't be scared of Dortmund. You've got two of the exactly. four best players in the world. Go in there and kick their ass and beat them 6-0. They have right. no defense. Right. Literally. Yeah. So that's not Literally. my prediction, but I want to get your prediction. James, uh, what is your, your prediction for the game on Tuesday? Give me a score and maybe some goal scorers uh, for PSG. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about this for a while, and I actually think it's going to be closer um, because they're going to be away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to be a bit closer – uh, some of the guys might not, you know, have gotten all the jitters out. But again, they're consummate professionals at, at the end of the day. Uh, I'm looking at a 3-2 uh, scoreline. Uh, I think it's going to be a goal fest, um, at least for this uh, for this leg. Um, you know, if, if Neymar plays, he will. Um, I definitely see him scoring a goal. I think he needs to score a goal. Um, just to silence some of these critics, um, particularly those who write for the New York Times. Um, oh. I, yeah. God. Um, I and think, he reposted and, the article saying, oh, I am so sorry I said that about Neymar. Link to the article. Ridiculous. Um, I shouldn't have written that. I mean, oh, you know, to write an article, not mention his injuries at all, but the tie partying and something else i i i wrote yeah. it on twitter and i was just like you're you know you're a hebitudinous moon calf dude <laughs> and this isn't like a guy who writes for a stupid Jack blog ass. like i do i mean this is a guy who writes for the new york times yeah you got to be better than that I mean, was there where's the editor on that but it's it's that's not a stupid blog and that's not a stupid blog oh you know it's not the new york times it's well, better. It's better. Yeah. It's better, <laughs> yeah. He is a... That's our new strap line. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's not the New York Times. It's better. It's better. <laughs> All right. But no, the guys, it's sent them of a larger conversation around PSG where you have the casual fan who only watch ESPN FC or watch a Champions League match, and they don't watch the day in, the day out of... PSG. As it stands right now, I think Neymar is a goal shy away from Messi's totals for the year. Right? I think Messi has 14. Uh, Neymar has 13 with less games. Yeah. Right? And so that matters, but that's not discussed. You know, so anyway, 3 yeah. 2 PSG. Uh, and then we move on. I like it. Guillaume, give me a prediction for Tuesday. <laughs> I can't really. But um, I'll try something. You know how often 
two teams meeting and they have huge fire firepower and you're like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Everyone's saying and then, that. And then it ends up as a no no. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm gonna say no no. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Leave it to the park to be decided. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mel. Uh it would oh. be though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Well it needs to be. Listen. If we want to go far in its, in its competition, we need to get the Parc des Princes back to a impregnable fortress. Mm. No more willing at Parc des Princes. You will be shredded at Parc des Princes. So that'd be kind of nice that nothing's decided, first leg, both the, and then at Parc des Princes, boom. Mm. So that's my wish. Uh, I can't really have a... As long as we don't wear the black kits at home, I think... Oh, my God. <laughs> we can't have no. that again. No. Mel, the white what do you kit. Think? Play the white kit. Yeah, I like the white kit. Yeah. I, 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 I want to say 2-0, but I do believe we're going to give up a stupid goal. Um, I think that that's going to come along and, and test our resilience at some point. I think that's the narrative of this season. I think we're going to give up a, a wacky goal at some point. Um, and so I'm going to say, no, no, what he goes three, one. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say three, one. And the reason I'm going to say three, one is, you know, if I'm not going to say two nil and we're going to give a wacky goal, I still think that we are the most dangerous front four um, in the last four years in world football. And, um, I think that we're going to, we're going to score. We're going we're gonna to do what we need to do. Um, but I do think that along the way, we're going to test PSG fans' hearts with some crazy knucklehead oh, yeah. goal. Oh. Um, and it'll be 1-1 at some point. And then we'll be like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And then um, Mbappe will show his world-class uh, skill set. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be a problem for Dortmund. Yeah, as will Angel Di Maria, who's always. You start thinking about Neymar, you start thinking about Mbappe, and you forget somebody else, and then they pop up with, with yeah. something that you can't handle. If he's on, if he's on, yeah, yeah. you so know what he means. He's on or not? Like first, first few touches, you're like, oh no, he's off. Or you're like, ooh. And Sarabia too. He he scores ridiculous goals in the top corner. Yeah, the goal every goal is in the top corner. So. Yeah, especially outside of the box. It's yeah. like yeah. a crazy, oh, like, oh, that's that's going to go off. Oh, that's in. <laughs> yes, right. but the defense. Yeah. yeah. That's I, why I'm giving I, them one. Yeah. I don't think that Dortmund will be shut out at home. I think they're they're going to get at least a goal, maybe two. We're going to suffer, guys. We're going to suffer. They, 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 they can grind you. They have their strong phases can last 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's a thunderstorm. But I'm and they will. At, they do that to any team. They will do that to us. They're going to do it to us. But I'm just looking at some of their recent results. I mean, Bayer Leverkusen. They scored four goals. Werder Bremen, who I think is bottom of the Bundesliga or close to it, they scored three goals. And so I'm thinking, like, if we go in there with our firepower, I'm thinking four two. They, they concede yeah. two, uh, an average of of two goals a game. Yeah, our former, our former and they close PSG to four goals. Our former, our former PSG player in Cuckoo scored. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 hot. Um, so they concede around two goals per game and score around four goals per game. So I'm thinking we're going to flip that around. I think our defense yeah. is going to hold up. Maybe three at the back, and our midfield will be able to stand strong. So I'll go four two. Um, if he doesn't, it's the first leg. Yeah, 
Yeah. We should well, they have their, their new goal-scoring machine. Uh, should what's be that guy's to... name? Oh, he's are you talking to... about the American? The Holland? Yeah. Holland guy? He's That's... just scoring hat-tricks all over the place. Who's yeah. the American yeah. kid that they have? Uh, he's the son Very... of Reyna? Um, yeah, yeah. Used to be hot. And what happened to him? He scored a ridiculous goal the past weekend. It was a curler yeah. into the top corner. It was, it was absurd. And he may mm. start with some of the injuries, so... You know, the American soccer media is going to just be all in on Dortmund because they've got an American playing and, you know, and it's going to be. Until it's used to play there and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, my new think, striker, mm. I think Silva is going to devour yeah. him. I don't think he's going to get enough chances. Yeah. It's going to be a long night. Right? It's going to be a long night for chances. Him. No, but it's like they, they get a ball. We lose the ball in midfield and they, woof, they go up front and. That's we we're gonna suffer, guys. It's gonna be uh, you know, don't don't eat heavy food for no. the like two days before, before the game. Yeah. yeah. All it's, right, guys. Let's get on. A... Let's get out of here. Which is a couple of Twitter questions. This first one comes from at Cooner underscore, and he wants to know what are the recommendations for the best ways to watch matches in the USA. Um, I think Champions League Bleacher Report, and we're gonna just talk about legal ways. I mean, you can ER. always Google and find other ways, but. Yeah. Champions League is really in the in the United States is Bleacher Report and I think it's like yeah, two ninety nine awesome. or yeah. ten bucks for a month pass or something. Get it on your phone. Yeah, I cast it on my TV. It's a good stream. Uh, you know, it's a little pricey, but reliable. There's like some interruptions, like yeah, and turn it off. Turn it off for halftime. But other than yeah, that, don't watch halftime. They have like Steve oh. Nash, who's a basketball player. You don't need to listen to him. That Steve Nash <laughs> thing is insane. <laughs> I gotta, like, I'm a I'm a fan of the sport. I'm not yeah. on Bleacher Report. That's that's weird. Yeah. yeah. How's that work for him and not for you, right? Yeah. It's very but two ninety nine, you can't, you know, yeah. you can't beat it. You download the app, it's free, and then you pay. Yeah. You set up your account. And they're also in partnership with TNT, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. So if you Correct. already have cable in TNT, yeah. you need to just check and see if PSG is the highlighted game for TNT. Yeah. I don't not. know what other games are on Tuesday, but I feel Liverpool. like PSG... Uh, they'll probably be on uh, the main. Yeah, they'll be the yeah. highlight game. The, the next day, there's uh, Real Madrid City, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. That'll be a good one. Um, and if you want to watch League I will, I will On games. care if we win. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to watch League On, I think BN Sports is your only way. And depending on who your cable provider is, and it, it's a hot mess with BN. It's not easy to watch PSG in America legally if you want. So it's it's expensive and difficult. So. Couple but tips. Yeah. If you if you go to PSG's website mm. and you join PSG website, uh, their TV package, I think it's like nine euros a year. Right. Then you know after after the game is highlighted, yeah. you know you can you can do what that what did that guy do in that book, The Miracle of Castel de Sangro? He stuck the Gazette de la Sport in his ears, <laughs> so he didn't hear the score until he got home to watch yeah. it. Yeah, they, they always have the replays. That's a good call. That's yeah, good it's not the same, though. No, well, I, I, I mean, it, not watching yeah. it live. Uh, it's okay, but it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, OLOM, the Olympico for the quarterfinals of the Coupe de France is going on. And 63rd minute, still, still no, no. Okay. Well, there you go. Live updates from Guillaume. Uh, another question from at Oshish Era. She wants to know, is Kara turning over a new leaf? Should he be a starter now? Well, I think he is a – he started, but do you think long-term no. he's a starter? No. Yeah. Take it easy there. <laughs> Hold your horse. <laughs> long-term, no. yeah, but now, no. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got Did we forget last year? No, we, <laughs> have, we haven't. 
Oh, he's, okay. he's interesting. He's, remember, Kimpembe was a you know raw diamond too, and um, he's learning. And uh, when you play with Silva and Marquinhos and your central defender, you're gonna learn. Uh, and at Paris Saint Germain, gonna learn a huge amount. And if he's a smart guy, with the, I like care. I like I like him better as a right back because mm-hmm. he's impassable. He's incredible. He's a cultured, physical player who was given a lot of trust early on and didn't do well with that trust. He has to earn that trust back before mm-hmm. he put in key positions, right? Yeah. He's, he's not, he, he, hasn't, he, he, he screwed up when it was clutch. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and he's got to earn it back. And right now I think he's doing that, but he hasn't done it yet. And he may get no. an opportunity with all the injuries. He may be forced right. into that starting lineup. So we'll see how he handles it. Right. And I did take it with a grain of salt, just like the idea of the center back position. Like it takes guys a long time to be world class. Like all of the great center backs we know are all older guys mm-hmm. because it just takes that long. And that's something that Delete has found, right? And Juventus. Right. right. Like that's exactly. exceptions. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it uh, it takes a long time, and we have to be cognizant of that, um, especially when it comes to the center back position and PSG center back positions. And, and to that point, it kind of makes what Marquinhos does, being able to play center back and defensive mid- midfielder, that much more impressive. That he's kind of mastered yeah. both of those positions. Phenomenal. So Phenomenal. We really well, miss and, him. And kudos, and kudos to us for going and getting him from Roma, mm-hmm. you know, fixing his teeth. and. <laughs> yeah. And giving him a long-term contract through 2024. That was outstanding work. <laughs> was that, that was Leonardo. That guy yes, might know. Was. Yeah, that, he, was, he might yeah. know what he's doing. I'm going to go out yeah. on a limb. Verratti, um, too, was uh, like banking on Verratti when, when um, the Qataris bought mm-hmm. Paris Saint-Germain. This guy was not unknown, but... But Pascara was a second... He never played... Serie in, B. He was second yeah. division. Serie B. Never played in Serie A. Right. And uh, they were like, he's going to be the heart of, of the team. Ooh, I feel wow. like this summer we're going to see several Serie A players come in. Uh, well, this summer is going to be, it's, a, it's another issue, but this summer is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to lose Mbappé. Uh, who's gonna easy, lose easy there. Oh, I'm going to bleep we're that gonna out. Lose Mbappé. We're going to lose Mbappé <laughs> no, this so. summer. He's going to so. leave 300 million euros in the bank. Thiago Silva is going to go. We're going to have to replace him. We're going to have to replace Mbappé. And with 300 million euros, you could reshape okay. your team. Let's just go re- before we sign off real quick. Would you sell Mbappe for 300 million to, yes. to Real Madrid? Okay. Like James, now. would you do it? No. You, you, you kind of, you don't have to if you're PSG because you don't need the money. Yeah. Um, but you're going to need the money to replace, you're going to need the money to replace Thiago Silva. You and, will. And, and Di Maria is how old now? He's up there. I mean, but like if you want Koulibaly. Yeah, that's the thing about Di Maria. He is turning back the clock. He's out I mean, there looking you, like he's for three hundred million. For three hundred million, you, you get players less good than Mbappe, but still, like uh, I never know how to pronounce his name. That guy from Ajax, uh, Ziyech, the the the, the Moroccan guy. Yeah, yeah. So, he's going to Chelsea, I think, right? Well, the mm. it's a rumor. He's incredible. He's I, not Mbappe. Nobody's I, Mbappe. Nobody's I am ever, Mbappe. ever, ever, ever selling Mbappe. Okay, <laughs> I'm never selling ever. him. Like I love. Uh, he's, he's, I would he's sell a, Neymar, but three hundred. Oh no, I would, I would not sell not. Mbappe. I would, keep I would Neymar, only. Keep, I, I would only sell Mbappe if we won the Champions League this season. If he if he delivered a Champions League to his hometown city, you know, then he, he can he go. Begged, give us three hundred million. He begged me to leave. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He'd have to do both of those things. 
Okay. But if he's like, ah, you know, if you build a project around me, I'll stay, then he's going to get treated like messy for me. Right. I'm going to continue to build a project around him and continue to give him his contract and keep him. He's well, the, yeah. you, you said it, Guillaume. There is no one like him. Yeah. No, there's and no we don't one know like him. The things you can do with 300 million euros. <laughs> you can, you can buy a championship team Cap- in England. You can buy, Cavani, buy a Cavani bunch of players and then watch Mbappe beat you in the Champions League. That would be the worst. Silva nice out. Um, Cavani out. Munier Cavani out. out. That's good. There's going to be a lot of changes. And um, if if the team, the club adds another 100 million over that 300, that's 400 million. Okay. Uh, what's the name of that central defender at Napoli? Akulabali. Yeah. Come over. Uh, Ziek, come over. Sancho, uh, maybe. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Let's get it. And then we don't have Mbappe and we miss him cruelly. And then we have an A team and a B team that are almost as strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had that for a couple of seasons, a few seasons ago. That was a nice feeling. And now we have experience. I mean, whatever. Uh, L- yeah, luckily, we a, don't have to worry a, about that. We're going to enjoy Mbappe while we have him. And hopefully he can deliver a Champions yeah. League title. Uh, we did receive some so other uh, Twitter questions, but we've, we've kind of answered a lot of them during the show. So we'll just go ahead and, and get out of here. We'll just go around real quick if you want to mention your Twitter handle uh, or anything like that. But we'll start with Mel before we go on and get out of here. I am uh, a desert of social media right now. <laughs> and when I get back on, I'll let everybody know. But uh, you can always check uh, my articles out mm-hmm. at PSG Talk and uh, – and, uh, have a wonderful day. There we go. Guillaume, how can people find you? Off the door one on Twitter. And um, don't forget to check our YouTube channel, PSG Talk, and subscribe. We need more subscribers. Yes. And James? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at it's underscore JCJ. Uh, come chat PSG with me. Uh, come argue and debate with me. Uh, I'm open to either. Uh, and yeah. We'll yeah. see what happens uh, next week. Always enjoy your we'll tweets see. about everything. Thanks, man. You've got a lot of good <laughs> stuff to say. So thank you all, everyone, for joining me. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you probably after the Dortmund match. So until then. Hey, cheers. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.